Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for September 9th, 2018. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled, A Good Name. I must confess, I have never really liked my name. It's too short. It's too cute. I would have never picked it for myself. Though I do like the story about how I got my name, Amy. I've told this before, but I'll tell it again. My mother was very with child with me when she took her mother-in-law, my grandmother, to the doctor one day. They checked in at the little waiting room window in the old school way of checking in. You know, when the women used all of her husband's name to identify herself. My grandfather was Alexander Bell Jacks, but everybody knew him as A.B. So when my mother checked my grandmother in, she told them Mrs. A.B. Jacks was there. I just have to say, I'm really glad I didn't live in that time. I have never been Mrs. Rustine. Love him to pieces. But that is just not my name. Anyway, Mrs. A.B. Jacks was there. They found their seat and they waited. My mother was fairly close to that nine-month mark, and my parents still didn't have a name for me. And when the doctor was ready to see my grandmother, the nurse came out and called out into the waiting room, Amy Jacks, the doctor is ready to see you. You see, instead of A.B., they heard Amy, which makes much more sense because Amy is a girl's name, and my grandmother was a girl. (laughs) Well, as soon as they said, Amy Jacks, the doctor's ready to see you now, my mother loved the name, Amy Jacks. Amy Adair Jacks. Adair being my paternal grandmother's maiden name. So in a way, I'm kind of named after my grandmother for both of my names, and I loved her, and I loved the story. I still don't really love the name. (laughs) I was born in 1966, and in that year, the name Amy was ranked 30th in popularity among girl names. In 2017, just last year, the name Amy was ranked 174th in popularity. The Amys of the world have experienced a bit of a decline over the last half a century. But the name Amy enjoyed her heyday in the mid-1970s when for four or five years running, the name Amy ranked number two. I was 10 years old in the glory days of my name. Why did it rank so high during the mid-70s, you might ask? I think I have figured it out. The American soft rock group known as Pure Prairie League debuted their single, Amy, in 1973. The song hit Billboard Hot 100s in 1975, so that all through the mid-70s, the country was crooning 
Amy, what you wanna do? I think I could stay with you for a while, maybe longer if I do. Thank you for singing along. It's the only time I really like my name when you're in some bar. John G. sings it every time I'm with him in some setting. There's just like the whole room is singing to you. And that's kind of fun. But before rock and roll catapulted my name to the top, Amy rocketed to popularity in the, in the late 19th century along with the other Louisa May Alcott Little Women names. Amy was the artistic one of the group. Someone wrote a review of my name. They can do it. You do it for your name too, by the way. It isn't all about me. I just did my name. Someone wrote this review just last year about the name Amy. I adore this name. Unlike Jennifer, Jessica, and Melissa, this name does not sound dated at all. My apologies to all the Jennifers, Jessicas, and Melissas. She says, I love the Little Women Association and the meaning. Such a great name. It's short and sweet and adorable for a baby girl born in 2017. And it has the word aim in it, like aim for your dreams. Well, my name is Amy. Whether, it would have been picked, whether I would have picked it or not, I'm stuck with it. The question becomes then, what will I make of it? What descriptors will go with my name, Amy? Amy, Adair, Jax, Dean, what are the descriptors to my name that define who I am? The proverb that I read says, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. So it seems to me that how we live our lives, how our name is associated with what we do or what we don't do, what we say or what we don't say, how we respond or how we don't respond, in general, how we act, we are known by our name. And so what does your name say about you. What do people associate with your name? I think the answer to that question speaks of one's integrity. We're speaking this fall about words from our Hebrew scripture and how we can connect those words to how we make a good life. Integrity certainly comes from this proverb. So I began to think of names in history and how they are remembered simply by their names and the descriptors that go with the names. Our name goes before us and it follows up after us. So here's a list of a few I thought of. Honest Abe. Be like Mike, Michael Jordan. Charlie Hustle. Pete Rose, Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, King of Pop, Michael Jackson, Cannot Tell a Lie, George Washington. Well, I'm not saying these are true. These are just the names that we have and their descriptors. 
You get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car, Oprah Winfrey. The king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, Muhammad Ali. Then there was Ivan the Terrible, and Catherine the Great, and Jack the Ripper. William the Conqueror, the son of Sam, the traitor Benedict Arnold. Then if we turn to scripture, there was Doubting Thomas, Judas the Betrayer, John the Beloved, the Blessed Virgin Mary, Rahab the Prostitute, Jesus the Prince of Peace, Wonderful Counselor, Light of the World, Good Shepherd. So in all of this name-calling, you know, it makes me want to call some of your names. But does it make you nervous how I might describe you? <laughs> you don't want to just be Chris the banker, Tom the mathematician, Rhonda the pastry chef, Brandon, the songwriter, Harper, the realtor. You're okay with that one? <laughs> yeah. Always looking to sell houses, I know. He has his business cards in the narthex. <laughs> it's so easy to define us by our vocation, and that's good. Cynthia, the teacher, Amy, the pastor. You are more than a teacher, and I'm more than a pastor. But it's a little daunting, isn't it? How would someone describe you just using your name to speak of your integrity? A good name is to be chosen rather than all the money in the world? Honest and fair, peacemaker, peacekeeper, two very different roles. Generous, kind, forgiving, loving, compassionate, patient, prophetic, bold, risk taker, courageous, wise, honest, fun, adventuresome, hopeful, persistent. Those are words of integrity no matter what your job. But your name has integrity only if you live up to those words and so many others. But here's where I really thought Russ last week had passion. And he talked about sex a lot, so much so that several people said they started writing down how many times he said it because they were feeling a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I really thought that, that last week was hard, but this week is worse. I thought integrity, that's, a, that's an easy one. I drew the great straw on that one. As it turns out, integrity is not that easy to talk about. Because I began to realize that often integrity is in the eye of the beholder. 
If I were to throw out names like Obama and Trump and ask about the integrity associated with those names, it would depend on how you see them and their life's work. And let's be honest, in this day and time, how we view their integrity may simply be seen from which side of the partisan aisle we sit on. So I'm not going to deal with them because it's way too obvious and too difficult. But if I were to say the names Colin Kaepernick and Serena Williams and ask about their integrity, I will guarantee you I will get different responses about their integrity depending on what we hold as values. I can imagine there would be some people that would describe Colin Kaepernick and Serena Williams as courageous. And I can imagine that there would be some that would call them misguided. I can imagine that there are some that would say they are speaking out for racial and gender inequality. Go them! And I can imagine that there are some that would say they are just running off at the mouth to draw attention to themselves. Sit down and be quiet. And I began to, as I wrestled with these kinds of things, I began to think that how I view people that see this and everything we can talk about, how I view people that see it differently speaks to my integrity. Do you see how difficult this is? It seems like something that would be so simple. But as with most things of faith, it is not simple or easy. But whether you call Kaepernick and Williams courageous or whether you call them misguided, both of those opinions speak to their integrity. And thus, even the word integrity becomes polarizing in an era of negativity unlike any I have ever known. So it makes this word integrity pretty important for us to consider in light of how faith impacts the way we live. In considering the makings of a good life, integrity really may be at the heart of the whole sermon series. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. One commentator said that the Hebrew actually says a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and good favor is better than silver or gold. That second line meaning a good reputation, high esteem. This is not the same thing as celebrity or fame with which our culture is so obsessed. It's not based on physical beauty or 
any other qualities. It cannot be spun by a good public relations person. A good name, a good reputation is something earned over many years. It cannot be bought. Indeed, it is worth more than all the riches in the world. And it dawned on me, I'm not really sure you can speak to one's integrity until you've looked at the whole of their life. Will we truly only understand integrity once someone is gone from us? But in the meantime, because we can't just put integrity on hold, I will ask you, how's your name holding up? What about your name? I may not love the name Amy, but I cherish its meaning and not just the story of how I got it. I feel so lucky and grateful to my parents for naming me Amy. I may think it's too short and too cute, but do you know what Amy means? Amy means beloved. How lucky am I? I'm reminded of that scene at the River Jordan and Jesus, upon being baptized by his cousin John, comes up out of the water, the heavens open up, something like a dove descends upon him and a voice cries out, My beloved, in you I am well pleased. But that name, Beloved, is not just reserved for Jesus, and it's not just reserved for all the Amy's of the world. It is your name as well. Your name is Beloved. So go and live up to your name. Your name is Beloved. Act like it. Your name is beloved, and it is more valuable than all the money in the world. Your name is beloved, and it is more precious than gold and silver. Call one another by their given names, which is your given name, beloved. And I'm convinced that if we lived out our names and treated everyone else as if their name, too, was beloved, we would have integrity. But it seems like sometimes our name is pessimist, judgmental, unforgiving. Or worse, our names are backstabbing, gossip. You remember Elizabeth Smart, the young girl abducted from her home in Salt Lake City, was held captive for nine months before she was rescued. She's now a young woman serving as an activist for missing persons. She recently posted this message on her Instagram account. She says, I spoke at the Salt Lake Women's Show, and one of the questions I was asked was, what do you now know that you wish you knew at the beginning of your healing journey? My response was, I wish I really knew and understood the fact that no one can diminish or take away my value. After having been highly abused sexually, I really questioned 
if I was as deserving as everybody else and if people were being kind to me because they genuinely liked me or because they felt sorry for me. It took me a long time to realize that truly no one can take away your worth. That each of us is born a son or daughter of God and with that comes an immense value that will never change. Integrity may come when we accept this and proceed to live and to love out of our good name. Amy, what you gonna do? Well, it's a good question. Amy, what you wanna do? I wanna be honest and fair. I wanna be a peacemaker and a peacekeeper. I wanna be generous and kind and forgiving and loving and compassionate and patient. I want to be prophetic. I want to be bold. I want to be a risk taker. I want to be courageous. I want to be wise. I want to be honest and I want to be fun and I want to be adventurous and I want to be hopeful. And I want you to say, yes, I do. She persisted. And not hear one political word in that, except that she just persisted on behalf of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amy, what you want to do? That. That's what I want to do. May it be so. Amen. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you.